I am Cindy Palos, and this is Talk Story, Maui's longest-running talk show. I've been doing it over 30 years now, and it's always nice at this time of year to bring in a little bit of that Christmas spirit, the spirit of the holidays. So I invited um, a wonderful man, um, Reverend Blaine Tinsley from Unity Church on Maui, to come in. I've been uh, going to Unity Church lately. Of course, I just kind of do like some people do. I, I, I go to the Facebook site and... Sometimes you can just listen, um, you know, online. I guess you are still doing both. You're doing it um, there in person at Unity on High Street in that beautiful location. I love that site. Thank you. Yeah, we are doing it live on Sunday morning. We are on Facebook at 10 o'clock. And then I take that feed and edit it and put it up on YouTube a few a day later. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great to watch. I really enjoy it. Um, so Christmas is coming. Oh, is it? <laughs> the geese are getting fat. <laughs> yes. Um, and I love all the holiday music and good things going. And and we were just talking about the fact that, you know, we're still, I think, a lot of people are coming out of COVID with a form of post-traumatic stress mm-hmm. without even realizing it took so much, so much to get through um, these last few years. You know, it's been very hard. And I know a lot of beautiful people that are friends of mine and yours from Unity have also left um, they left the planet. Right. They didn't leave Unity. <laughs> they did leave Unity only because they left the planet. They're probably there still in spirit because I remember some of their just beautiful people like Reverend Mary Omwake mm. and I. I loved um, Omar. Of course, it was about a year oh. ago that he passed yeah, I think on. That's as about well. right. Yeah. And, and Kurt, Kurt, like your music director, wonderful, wonderful oh my man. Goodness. Yeah. He was with me for ten years. Yeah. And with Unity for twenty. Yeah. It was a, a huge loss. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know what you always have maintained a really positive message and it's very aligned with really the way I've been raised I mean Mm -hmm. I've been meditating every day of my life since I've been 13 and I started when I was very young at 13 uh, with a metaphysical and mystical point of view um, which evolved into a new book I have out called The Christmas Gift um, and also an album that kind of went with it called Love Conquers All And, and I was so I'm, I just gave it to you, and I'm very excited Thank to have you, you have it because I've gone to many Christmas services, um, Christmas mm-hmm. Eve services. Probably over the years, I've gone to at least 20 mm-hmm. um, at Unity, and I always enjoy your message. And I wanted to share with people that you are going to be doing uh, Christmas Eve service, actually two on Christmas Eve, Saturday the 24th, right? At four and at six, yes. I'd like the four mm-hmm. o'clock Oh, six. that's great, because I'm thinking most people would probably come no. to the six. No, I like four. Okay. No, I really like four because, uh, for me, I want to go and be there and do that and then be able to be mm. home with the Christmas mm. tree and not, you know, and just have quiet time, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I love the, the unity metaphysical message of Christmas. To me, it, like, it gets right to the heart and to the essence of what I believe um, all of the the characters that played a part in this story, mm-hmm. and um, you know, who knows where it came from? Who knows how true it is? You know, but metaphysically, it's true because the metaphysics of it, each character represents an aspect of us that is alive and expressing itself in the world. And, and I think that also the thing I love about that is that yes, we can have that Christ awareness, the Christ consciousness. 
it's told in the Bible. It's there within you. All mm. this I have done, you can do and even more. Yes. But it is, in the, it is about that light coming into our awareness at the darkest time of the year. And all of the religions celebrate something in the time of December. I mean, there's the Festival of Lights, Hanukkah, for the Jewish. There's um, so many that do. I, the Islamic people have every, every religion celebrate something in December, which is, you can't take that as not meaning something. No. <laughs> <laughs> it means something. Right. And it's, unity embraces all religions. I love that part about what we teach. Yeah. Every, uh, all people have the truth and, and access to that truth. And uh, what I love about, you know, I, I probably spend a lot of my thinking about Buddhism because I love the teachings in Buddhism and the psychology of them mm -hmm. and how they too, even though their idea and they don't believe in a God outside of themselves, but they do believe in that inner goodness. And uh, I find that similarity just fascinating. And living it. I, I mm. took my precepts in Bo Zen Buddhism in 1986 at the Sonoma Mountain Zen Center. And I have, um, I'm also a mystic Christian, and I have never seen them differentiate and say, you can't do this and you can't mm. do that. Um, there's some, unfortunately, some Christian religions and some people who believe you can't do both. But I, being a metaphysical minister, yes. I do believe um, you can embrace that spirit within. And uh, I know that Buddha... Uh, experienced enlightenment. There was just the uh, December, I think it was 8th, December 8th was Buddha's Enlightenment Day. Isn't That's that right. wonderful that you can celebrate a day of enlightenment? I love that. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. So again, that's going back to that enlightenment is light. Mm. Just like uh, Mary was enlightened in my mind and I, my experience, I, she was enlightened, Christ was enlightened. It was all about bringing in that wonderful light at a time of darkness, going back to the Druids when they mm. had the Yule log that they would light at the darkest time of the year, mm. you know. And Mary kind of represents that that pure, you know, Mary was a virgin, and to me that represents that, that she was so pure and so much love, mm. and it's it's no wonder that she brought Jesus into the world, or the, the Christ idea into the world, because she was pure perfection and pure love, and she represents that, that yeah. part of us that um, has a hunger for that newness, and she represents that purity that's within all of us. There's a song, Mary, Did You Know? And I, I, mm. I have to say, every time I hear that, I kind of yell at it and going, yes, she knew. She, <laughs> she did know. Mary knew that she was bringing forth that light. Oh, and uh, just by the way, Virgie Cantorna is uh -huh. going to, I'll give you a little teaser here, is going uh -huh. to be singing I Mary Did You Know uh, at our Christmas Eve service. She's a beautiful woman. Um, Virgie's gone through so many challenges. Mm. She's, she's faced cancer, I think. Is it thyroid cancer she faced a few times? I think that's true, and, yeah. And she's lost um, many loved ones, and she's persevered through all of that, and I think she still works with MAPA. She's worked. She does. She's just became the president, I believe, uh, of the board of MAPA. I mean, that to me is also what I like is that, okay, you can be involved in your wonderful way of being inspired, but it's really important to live what you mm. get inspired by, mm. you know. 
Um, and and all the teachers, you know, Buddha says this, of course, and all of the values are there for a reason to be inspired by that. And we've been pushed to our limits over the last three years or so to um, persevere and trying to still keep our hope and our light up mm. and our love in spite of all the trying times and what we've seen in the world, right? Right, and I, and I really think that's what the Christmas story is about. Exactly. It's about being able to look beyond the trials and the tribulations that we're facing and discover and, and bring the birth of that Christ essence within ourselves. And, and we use that as a tool to live our lives in powerful ways. I, I, I have always felt that, you know, after I meditate, I get up around 3.30 or 4 in the morning, I meditate for an hour and a half, and then I write something. And so a mm. lot of what I have in this book, um, The Christmas Gift, which, by the way, today's the last day to have it. It's on sale on Kindle. It's not sale. It's free. Uh-huh. It's free oh. on Kindle. You're only allowed to do a couple of days that. So if you want to get this book um, and... Kindle is not just Kindle. You can have it as an ebook if you get that. They also have a way to download it to your computer if you PDF don't have a PDF, too, probably, yeah. if you want it, right? And it's free if you go to Amazon and put in the Christmas gift, uh, Cindy Paulos, C-I-N-D-Y-P-A-U-L-O-S, and it's free today. And um, it's it's nice because I got it up to, I think it's up to number 17 in Kindle Christmas books, which is, you know, something. Wow, that's great. But I include a lot of poems um, and I, I include in this book something that sometimes people don't include so much in the Christmas story, but it's always been there. And that's that star of wonder. Mm-hmm. It's the star of wonder that you hear in so many songs in Silent Night, mm-hmm. O Holy Night, um, um, Joy of the uh, Gloria, you know, mm-hmm. they all talk about that star. And that star was an amazing thing that astronomers say there was a star that was very unusual at that time. They were able to track down a star that went on for maybe 60 to 90 days. Well, I think I've heard that there were two planets were, that yeah. were next to each other, so it looked as if it was a bright star in the sky. And, of course, the Magi were astronomers and masters, mm-hmm. and so I go into that. And I go into the fact that here are these... Just like today, we have astronomers who are looking up and trying to figure out what's going on with the stars, and thank God for the Webb telescope and mm-hmm. how we've been inspired by what's going on in the cosmos, the beauty we have seen in the stars. That actually inspired this whole book I wrote, because the stars do speak to us if we just listen. I know they spoke to the masters, the magi, who were looking at it enough where they would leave and take a huge, long journey to follow that star. I mean, what would make you leave your home and take miles and miles and miles and miles? Out? Some, maybe some people say thousands of miles to go on this journey to find where the star was leading them. Mm-hmm. So that star was amazing. And at the same time, we think of astronomers and scientists as being very mental, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're scientists, basically. They were trying to figure out the numbers and... So in this interpretation, which I do in the CD and the book, they're getting past that. They kind of finally realize, well, this doesn't make enough sense. This is beyond that. We have to really just follow that star, even though it doesn't make sense. There's something here. Mm -hmm. And at some point, that opens their heart enough to the point where they actually are able to bring the gifts, which very symbolically mean some wonderful spiritual things, 
um, and and realize that yes, that love is beyond even calculations and scientific, mm. you know, figurings. You know that that they do, and I love that because that's for so many people these days. We are in our mind trying to figure mm. things out, and sometimes there's miracles you just can't figure out that happen. You know, I think that that we all have that star within us, and it's and it is that desire that we have to connect with our spiritual self. You know, it's almost like it's a, it's an intuition that is pulling us forward to, it's like there's a, there's a recognition inside of us that's that spiritual spark or that divine light that's within all of us that wants to experience the fullness of life. Well, we are connected to the stars. We're made from the same atoms, the same energy field that the stars are made from. We are connected to the stars. I was blessed, Blaine, hmm. to have a mother who would call me a star child. I mean, nice. aren't I lucky? I mean, oh, she, yeah. she, she was a few of my star child. I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> of course, you know, and didn't think twice about it, you know. So, so the, I have this in the book. I wrote this mm. one, a poem. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a section here called Poems from the Stars. Um, and this is the learned astronomer I wrote. What spark could light that star that shines from so far with blessings that reach me here? and a universal language that appears. What creates those clouds across the sky, these thoughts that cross my mind, that hide the light of those billions of stars and distracts the presence of love divine? So I burn away the clouds with a breath and sweep clear the mind, as we have to do when we meditate, right? That hides the grace to find... I open up my heart and ask, Lord, please help me to find that spark that lights her sacred energy in this gift of space and time. The light of the stars dance to the music of that cosmic fire alive in the universal mind. And we can wish upon those stars and see the stars that Mary wears. We can bring them down to earth and let that light through us appear. And there is the moment when that magic is recognized. What spark could light that star that shines from oh so far? The blessings of this holy birth that once came here to earth. We can listen to the stars and let them light the fire that lights our inner spark, that gift that inspires our life. And here we all are in this miraculous time and space with the dancing mystic fire, that gift of love's saving grace. But it goes on. But but oh, again, it's it's the idea that we all can be inspired, mm. and we all now in the time of hard times of things that are divided, we need to be inspired. Okay, Benny's here. No running. Late. He's running late. Okay, that's no problem. Uh, I musicians, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Benny, if you're listening, I love you, but musicians. <laughs> if you're listening out I, there. I understand. I just, it's, it's like, fine. Um, so so mm. I, I have that on the in the book I go into about that. For mm. people who are, we all are in our mind a lot. And it's hard when we've had painful times with many people leaving us to go back into the heart and to allow that heart to get back to that love that conquers mm. all, which yeah. is the name of what I did because there is a love that does conquer all and unfortunately when we are hurting the first thing that we often shut down is our heart because we try and protect it 
And so we push love away instead of embracing it and allowing it to, to be there to heal us and to, to help us. Well, I think that's what Mary really went through. I think when uh, the Holy Spirit and the angel came to her, her heart was opened with so much love that she was able to feel the unconditional love that God really is and has. I think in that illumined state, enlightened state, that she experienced that Christ energy and uh, when she joined with God, you know, and was able to birth that Christ in her to deliver it to earth, you know. So so it's a, it's a magical, wonderful time, and we need that same hope and that light and that spirit mm. uh, in all of us at this time. You know, you mentioned uh, the wise men and the gifts that they brought mm-hmm. to the baby Jesus, right? Yep. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So what does the gold represent? The gold is that wonderful healing spirit, the highest energy, alchemical. Mm. We talk about alchemy, the mystic alchemist changes lead to gold. It brings the matter to the highest, right? Mm-hmm. Which was what was happening. I second part of my title in my book is when heaven merges with earth. We are matter. When you have that light that changes everything, it transforms us like a, a like literally alchemy. It turns matter into gold, which is the mm-hmm. eternal that lasts forever and the highest energy, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think too that 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 gold reminds us that when we access the Christ within ourselves, that we are, um, we have abundance, we have access to abundance, right? Because these divine ideas that we get uh-huh. are going to help us to discover the truth within ourselves, to find prosperity in relationship, to find prosperity in creativity, to find prosperity in, in love. In spirit, there's and only it, abundance, right? Right. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, all my nine cds and no 13 cds and nine books have come from spirit i mean it's always there if you go within you know and i love that unity um embraces this and you know it's been an interesting road back through these these many many times but i know that people make a point of at christmas time on christmas eve to come back we have this busy, crazy energy of people trying to get everything done with 11 days or 12 days left to Christmas, you know. So it, it takes us out of what the spirit of the season is supposed to be about, which mm. is love. And But, you know, you can stop it all on Christmas Eve and you can go and you can enjoy that magical time when you can gather and just go, just re- mm. release the stress right. and remember why you're really here, why why we really celebrate Christmas, right? <laughs> well, it's, inter- it's always been interesting to me that we busy ourselves with all the stuff around Christmas and we forget the message. Yeah. We forget that the message is about going within, about finding that Christ presence, about being peaceful. Uh, because Hallmark and, and God knows whoever else creates all these priorities for us and all the shopping that we have to do, and uh, and we forget. that. Well, we do. And, and at the same time, some of us have been kind of broken um, for a while inside because of the painful things that have happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have people all the time, I do Insight Timer. I have like 4,000, it went to 4,500 this morning followers I teach on Insight Timer. And I have, I don't know, 200 talks and meditations up there. But I did, most of the people just are so wonderful. But I did one post one time, and I I always answer every message that's left. And someone said, 
I don't believe in God. I don't like that you mentioned God. I think I told you this before. Uh, yeah. And it's like I'm going, you know, God isn't a dirty word. You know, it's just people are blaming God for all the problems, the fact that we can do whatever we want to do and we have free will and we kind of make a mess of it sometimes. That's not God's fault. That's us. That's us doing what we want to do, you know. Right. And that's the free will thing. But but you know, I I I almost get afraid to use the word God because someone's going to get pissed off out there, you know. But so I'm not talking about that God that you think if you're pissed off. I'm talking about a God that I've experienced that has unconditional love, that is not judgmental, mm-hmm. that has you know that has nothing but the love that overcomes and conquers all. A God that really has the utmost compassion, the infinite light, the light of the brightest stars, you know, right there, that experience that Mary experienced, that Christ experienced, that brought and merged that spirit of what we really are down to earth. So don't blame God. (laughs) (laughs) I would never do that. I know you wouldn't. (laughs) But there are people who do. Yes, God gets a bad rap. He gets a very bad rap. (laughs) So at Christmas time... You know, you can just stop, and even if you don't want to use the word God, you can experience at unity. You can have, you can have the music. You can have the hula. You can have loving people gathered at four, and the second service is at six. six. Right. Uh, it's you're gonna have a you have a limited parking, so you do a shuttle a lot of times. Um, if someone's got handicap issues, you can probably go yeah. and park, but. Otherwise, you use the parking lot um, that's in the government building here right, on the, High Street. Yep, the, the parking lot adjacent to High Street. And we'll have a shuttle that pulls 15 people going back and forth. And so if people go and park there, we'll be picking people up intermittently before the service. Yeah. Probably starting uh, 45 minutes before the service. Oh, good, because I like to come early. Yes. I mean, it's so funny because I was talking to you that day, and I, he says, I have no, you said, I don't know how many people are going to show up. I, I never know these days. I said, well, it is Christmas. So, you know, even if they haven't showed up before, <laughs> I think that there are going to be some people who do go back to that wanting to join together for Christmas, you know, and have mm-hmm. a little bit of that feeling of that magic and that spirit. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful evening. Uh, I've got, you know, Virgie Cantona is going to be leading Christmas songs, and we're going to sing three or four Christmas songs, and uh, uh, our hula is going to do hula to a holy night. And I already mentioned Virgie uh, uh, singing uh, Mary Did You Know. We're going to have a spectacular time. And my message will be one that is about a lot of what we're talking about, Cindy, the, the aspects of um, the people in the Christmas story and how they reflect who we are Absolutely. and how by connecting to those characters we can f- discover the truth within ourselves. And you were kind enough. I, I wanted to share, unfortunately, Barnes & Noble, you don't can't do the book signings like you used to, mm. although I do have a few books down at the Queen Common Center, the Friends of the Library. I think they were nice enough to take some of my books and have them there. Mm, nice. Um, they're actually at all the Friends of the Library. But I'm going to come to Unity at 11.30 this Sunday, and I'll have all my books, uh, most all my books, yeah, most all my books on sale, um, and then I'll have my CDs. I'm going to offer them really discounted because a lot of people don't have CDs, <laughs> but I'm going to have super discounts on my CDs. My books have some of my artwork. I have my calendar I just gave you. I have um, that all available this Sunday at Unity at 11.30. Um, I hope you can come to service, but if you can't, you still can come 
at 11.30 to get um, the books and the CDs on sale. Um, I'll be able to take, um, use, I'll use my uh, PayPal so you can use your credit card or a check or cash. And um, I'll give a portion of that proceeds to go to Unity Church because Unity is a very special place. It's very close to my heart. I've known mm, so you. many people over the years um, that are wonderful Unity people. Um, and people don't realize it's ha- in these hard times. It's not just it's been hard for local businesses, but it's been hard for the churches and the nonprofits as well. Yeah, we went from having 50 to 90 people on Sunday to having 20 or 30. So it's affected us. But you know, Unity offers a healing message that is good for the world and it's good for people who are open and want to connect to the truth within themselves and discover who they are and live it's a true. full life. Yeah, I, I, and you know what? I've been to many cities, and I know you have people sometimes that come from all around, and they know that they can go to Unity if they're from another state or somewhere else, and that they can enjoy um, that same open, wonderful feeling of acceptance and love, and 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 enjoy that wonderful thing. So if you're visiting, you know, I know we have people here from all over. You know, if you're visiting, come and come and enjoy the uh, Christmas service on Christmas Eve. Um, it's going to be very special. It is. Yeah. I'm going to play a song. Um, I'm going to play something off my album, Love Conquers All. This one's called A Hymn to Love. All of life is a hymn to love. And when I was writing this, uh, the music was by this amazing composer, award-winning composer named Stephen Melillo. He's done 1,300 pieces and a lot of soundtracks for movies. So it has a cinematic feel. But um, when I said, I put the words and then he put music to Mm -hmm. the words. I, I said, here's one. All of life is a hymn to love. I just got it this morning. He said, you mean all of life? I said, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you look at the bigger picture, you know, from that higher perspective, all of this mosaic, this tapestry of life is really, it is a hymn to love. Mm. So here it is. Listening to the symphony of life. You can hear God's heartbeat alive in each blessed breath of light. That love feeds the presence here in tune with the pulse of humanity with radiant frequencies so clear. If you listen, you can hear the music of the spheres alive in this energy throughout the universe as it appears. You can hear the heartbeat of spirit as it dances with dark and light. Each star's song is alive with its own destiny in life. The Lord answers our prayers, although sometimes it's hard to tell. But if we rest our head upon his chest, we may hear the heartbeat of love there and brilliant symphonies of life sounds. Sweet callings of each breath merge with the harmony of the universe 
as that song of life infinitely plays, that blessed source of energy as it speaks freely in the heartbeat of the symphony of sounds, alive in us as the music that is a hymn of love. The language of spirit speaks in universal codes that resonate in our very being, alive in our souls. Stop and listen. Find that right key that opens the door to the universal mysteries. Commune with that spirit, that spark of the divine. Let it bless your life with the nectar from the holy vine. That music that lifts you to hear the magical symphony of the cosmic spheres. The language of spirit spoken in such a way from the source of all energy its message is conveyed. Speak from that spirit. Honor its songs. Let it communicate its light from the one. Share the inspiration from the conductor above who directs those instruments with that spirit that's a hymn to love. 